This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back at it again with the one and only attorney, Marco Permunian. How you doing, man? Hey, good. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you. And today we wanted to get into the topic of what goes on after you make an application for Italian citizenship and when you're living there, what you have to go through, what that process really ends up being like. So, Marco, um, I know in this episode we were going to talk about both citizenship by descent as well as uh, citizenship by marriage, just because um, there are some things that may have some crossover in there. But let's maybe get started with citizenship by descent, because we've spoken a lot about making the application in Italy and what that's like, what you have to do, how, how you get your papers in order and all of that, uh, and how you help your clients through that process. But what are things like once you have actually gone there with your client, they've made the application, submitted it to the comune, what happens from that point onward? A lot of people are interested in understanding what they can do, what they cannot do during the process. It's kind of a phase where you uh, have applied for citizenship, but you're not yet an Italian citizen. So, of course, there are a lot of things to um, be taken into consideration. And I believe we're going to answer a lot of questions today. But let's start from the beginning. When you apply for citizenship by descent through an Italian municipality, if the process takes longer than 90 days, which is normally the case, you will be forced to apply for a residency permit called uh, Permesso di soggiorno in attesa di cittadinanza, a very difficult sentence, which basically means residency permit for people awaiting citizenship. Uh, to make an application for this residency permit, you have to have applied for citizenship by descent through the municipality and you need to have a receipt released from the, from the municipality, from the citizenship office within the town hall. And with that receipt, you can go to the post office. The post office in this case is going to be the middleman. So you're going to have to file your uh, request for uh, this residency permit through the post office, which will basically forward it to the uh, local immigration office, which in Italy is called Questura. And just to clarify for the people that are watching us, the Questura is actually part of the National Italian Police Authority. So they have a specific office which deals with immigration, but it's actually the Italian police. But anyway, the way it works is that uh, when you go to the post office uh, with the receipt from the comune, you're going to have to fill out um, a kit, so multiple documents which are provided to you by the post office, and um, you will receive a receipt from the post office, which basically um, is already a temporary residency permit. So although it's not the actual residency permit, with that receipt released from the post office by law, you have 
the right to continue residing in Italy while your application is being uh, processed. The same receipt will also indicate the appointment uh, with the Questura, which you will have to attend. That's normally after a couple of months uh, that you will have to attend uh, for uh, the Questura to take your fingerprints, which will basically be needed for um, to, to finalize your residency permit application. So uh, just, just to clarify, normally the process to get this residency permit can take several months. So the first step is to go to the post office, fill out these documents, and then you're given a temporary receipt, and then there's an appointment with the Questura, and then you will receive in the mail the actual residency permit, uh, which is a plastic card like a driver's license. So basically what happens is that you will get in the mail at your Italian address this plastic card, which is your residency permit, which will be mailed to you upon uh, completion of processing your uh, application. So until that time that a person receives this plastic card in the mail, do they have something that proves that they have the ability to stay in Italy? Because I know some people may want to have something that shows that they are legal to be there. Even if they never need it, they like to have that backup in their wallet just in case. Um, is there anything that you get? I mean, is this the receipt that you were talking about before? Or is there anything else that you get in the interim? Yeah, exactly. It's the receipts that I was uh, talking about before, the one that was released by the post office uh, mm -hmm. and that allows you not only to reside in Italy again it's a temporary receipt so it's not the actual residency permit but right. uh, legally speaking it's the same thing so it allows you to reside in Italy for the duration of the um, citizenship application process but also it allows you to travel back and forth uh, from mm -hmm. abroad so you're free to travel abroad uh, if you have to and re-enter with that um, receipt. So basically the advantage is that the uh, Schengen rules for tourists do not apply to you anymore because you are, legally speaking, a residency permit holder, even if you only have that receipt. Mm -hmm. Of course, we said this in um, our videos many times that during the process, you are supposed to reside in Italy so right. while you can take trips and you know business trips go back home if you have to you should try to spend the majority of your time in Italy definitely makes sense there <laughs> that you would want to um, spend that time in Italy um, are there any other parts of the process that a person should keep in mind during this time. Um, I know that like even during the residency check, for example, um, the police will come and check that the person is living there. Um, will anything like that happen? Are there any more residency checks or are there any other things that the person has to submit to the Italian government or once they've already gone through that process to get the um, permesso di soggiorno in attesa di cittadinanza, is that something that is just, that's the finished part and then it's a waiting game from there? It's mostly a waiting game, so uh, there could mm -hmm. be potentially other checks 
as you said. Um, so basically now we're talking about the um, the fact that the municipality will actually check during the citizenship process that you reside Right. In, in the property that you indicated to be your uh, residency. Um, n- normally, they check only one time at the very beginning of the process, maybe one or two or three times. But at the beginning, uh, and once they have confirmed that you actually live there, they're not going to check again. But mm-hmm. uh, to answer your question, they could if they if they wanted to. So there's nothing that prevents them from um, checking again. So it's very important mm-hmm. for people who have applied for citizenship in Italy to try to remain in the country and more specifically at your residency address as as much as they can. So from what you're saying then, it does sound as though that you could take a little vacation and I, I would assume there would be many people out there uh, that even though you're supposed to be kind of residing in the same place, um, that they might want to take a little trip during their time in Italy. What would the rules be like for somebody who is in this situation who wants to go and take like maybe a weekend trip to Munich or to London or somewhere else in the European Union, even though London is no longer a part of the European Union. Um, Is this something that the person is allowed to do during their process? Are they allowed to travel within the Schengen area or are there any restrictions on that person? That's a good question. So as we just said, the person should try to remain in Italy and more specifically at the residency address for as much as they can. But um, residency is a flexible concept, so uh, you don't have to be there every single day. You can you can take trips, you can go where you have to go if you have to. Um, but to your point, uh, you, can, you can travel within the European Union, yes, but with some limitations, meaning that mm-hmm. uh, while you are in Italy, you don't have to worry about um, how much time you can spend in Italy because you have this residency permit or the receipt that we just talked about that that is the same as the residency permit. So that allows you to stay in Italy for as long as you need to until your uh, application is processed. But when you go outside of Italy and within the EU, basically the Schengen rules for tourists apply. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go to France or Germany, um, you can do so, but you have to respect the Schengen uh, regulations. So Mm -hmm. basically you can only stay for uh, up to 90 days and then you will have to either go back to Italy or go outside of the EU. But as we just said, you shouldn't stay that long outside of Italy while your application is being processed. Definitely makes sense. And I guess one of the things that also may come up with this is that there are going to be a lot of people who may not be single and they have a family, um, kids, husband, wife, whatever it may be. How does that work during this process? I'm assuming that the children would get this permesso di soggiorno also um, because their parent is applying for Italian citizenship. Or am I wrong about that? And then also just to kind of compound these questions on top of each other. What is the situation for potentially the non-Italian spouse or the spouse who may not be applying for Italian citizenship by descent during this process? Yeah, as you just said, this residency permit uh, process will apply to the children as well. So if the um, applicant for citizenship by descent has minor children, 
then the minor children will basically go through the same exact process. So they will, at the end of the day, be allowed to stay in Italy with their mother or father for as long as they need to until the process is complete. The situation of the spouse is a little bit complex and it actually depends on the area where the application is being filed. So there, let's start from the worst case scenario. There will be some areas in Italy uh, that don't allow the non-Italian spouse to reside in Italy during the process started by the spouse of Italian descent. So there's a situation where the spouse of Italian descent can stay in Italy with their minor children for as long as the process takes, but the non-Italian spouse cannot. So the only solution at that point for the non-Italian spouse is to go back and forth and stay three months in Italy and three months outside of the EU. It's not an ideal situation, but it's, it's what it is. It's something that um, it's, I want to say it's something that the Italian law has not covered yet. The ability mm -hmm. for the spouse, um, like clear indications that say what the spouse of somebody who has started the process for citizenship by descent in Italy can or cannot do. Um, so in a worst case scenario, the spouse could be forced to uh, stay in Italy for three months and then outside of the Schengen area for three months mm -hmm. and then back again for three more months until the spouse of Italian descent has completed the process. Now, a lot of people may be wondering, uh, so we have to be separated. Um, Unfortunately, the reality is that you may have to. Now, as I said before, um, it's not that the person who applies for citizenship needs to stay in Italy every day during the process. So there is some flexibility there. And I've seen situations where uh, the applicant for citizenship has gone out for three months with their um, non-Italian spouse, and then they re-entered uh, again altogether three months after. And that's a situation that normally does work. So in, in, in this worst case scenario, that's something that people could consider doing. Now, as I said before, though, it depends on the area. So the one that I just described is the very worst case scenario because there are some areas that allow the, the non-Italian spouse to apply for a residency permit in connection to her or his spouse's residency permit, the one that is called in attesa di cittadinanza. So basically they, al they allow the non-Italian spouse to get a residency permit for family reasons because their spouse of Italian descent has uh, his or her own residency permit released by the Italian Questura. So they interpret the law in a way that allows the non-Italian spouse to get this residency permit for family reasons. However, um, I've seen that most places in Italy, they allow the non-Italian spouse to get this residency permit for family reasons only when the Italian spouse gets the uh, residency permit plastic card that we talked about. So not immediately in the process, but later in the process, it could be like three, four, five, six months after, depending on how quickly the, um, the applicant receives in the mail this plastic card. So that's the moment normally when the non-Italian spouse is allowed 
to apply for this residency permit for family reasons. There is also a third scenario because I've seen some areas in Italy and as you can imagine, it depends on the area because every questura has a different interpretation of the law, a different vision of how things should work. So mm -hmm. I've seen also uh, some questura release this residency permit to the non-Italian spouse immediately. So in the same moment when uh, the applicant for citizenship um, submits the postal kit at the post office, uh, the residency permit kit at the post office and gets the temporary re receipt. I've seen some uh, questura in Italy allowing the non-Italian spouse to apply for uh, their residency permit for family reason in that exact moment, which is of wow. course the best scenario, which would allow the couple to be able to reside together during the citizenship process from the very beginning of the process. That is amazing. I mean, it's like, especially with everything we know about how things work often in Italy and it, sometimes the the way that things work can be can can maybe make it a little bit more complicated but there are the other times where those nuances of how the Italian system works that it actually can really benefit the person or family in this case that would be going through that process so that's absolutely fantastic that there are places that do exist and do have that interpretation of the law but of course with all that being said when the spouse of Italian descent obtains citizenship by descent at that point, there is no problem anymore for the non-Italian spouse because the non-Italian spouse, when his or her spouse has become an Italian citizen, uh, they will qualify for a residency permit for spouses of EU citizens, which is kind of like a green card. So it's, it's a very um, solid residency permit, which allows to work and to use the healthcare and to stay in Italy uh, for as long as your spouse, your Italian spouse resides in Italy. It allows to reside also in other European countries. And we have done uh, episodes uh, about the um, residency permit for spouses of citizens of the European Union. So uh, just to clarify, so far we've talked about the situation where uh, the spouse of Italian descent was in the process of acquiring Italian citizenship by descent. So what happens to the spouse during that process? And what I just said now, regard it, it's regarding the um, what the non-Italian spouse can get when the spouse of Italian descent has become an Italian citizen. Interesting. I'm glad you added that uh, little clarification there because I think it's very important to understand that we are talking about this part of the process where there could be these little uh, hiccups and you have to understand the nuances of the Italian system and how it works and how uh, really at the end of the day it's up to the interpretation of the person enacting the law um, and to be able to understand as well that there are those times where the interpretation may lead to what can feel like a complication but then there are other times like this where the interpretation can really be for the benefit of the couple at least during the process and then of course after then this is not even a consideration anymore like you were just saying just to kind of quickly recap that but you mentioned about work and health care during this process uh, i know we did an episode i believe at the end of 2020 uh, talking about an update that allowed for people to work but when it comes to the person who is of italian descent and making that application 
at what point is it that they can start working? Are there any limits to the work activities that they can do before they're a citizen? How does that all look like? That's a very good question. A lot of people are wondering, um, can I work while I'm waiting for uh, my citizenship to be processed? And um, the answer is no. You cannot do any work. You cannot work for um, an Italian company. You cannot uh, pay taxes. You can you can do anything uh, because uh, you're just awaiting citizenship. So this residency permit that allows you to reside in Italy only allows you to reside, but not to do any work activities. But um, recently, as you just said, the Italian government made a law that allowed uh, the basically conversion of this residency permit for people awaiting citizenship into a work permit. Um, it, it's a quite complex process, but absolutely doable and worth looking into that. There's a lot of paperwork to be provided uh, and and you have to make an application to change your status and it's worthwhile to do the application, to make the application um, at, at an early stage in the process because it takes some time for the conversion process to, to happen. And um, I believe we give a lot of information mm -hmm. about the conversion of the residency permit into work permit uh, in that episode that we made. So I would invite people to look at that episode because we did speak about this uh, in detail and because it's such a complex process in order not to create any confusion and just give partial information. I think it's better to just refer our uh, audience to that episode that we released mm. in our um, YouTube channel uh, when the law came into effect. Yeah, that was, I mean, when that came into effect, that was kind of amazing because it was, like you were saying, this type of visa didn't allow for it. And I know there's many young people like 20s, 30s and so on that are still working or even 40s <laughs> that they needed to be able to support themselves and sometimes figuring that out and how to make that all work would be a little bit complicated, especially again, working locally. But you did before mention about healthcare. Just to maybe get into that a little bit, does the person of Italian descent making the application have the right to health care before they're recognized as an Italian citizen? Or is that something that only comes after the fact? Yes, the answer is yes. So the person who is waiting for the citizenship process to be completed can apply for registration into the national healthcare system so that allows the person to be assigned a doctor a general practitioner in italy uh, because that's the way it works in italy for mm -hmm. basically everybody you are normally assigned a uh, general physician uh, that you have to work with for uh, your basic needs and then who will refer maybe specialists or tell you what to do to, to go further in the process if you have any health issues but um, the answer is yes you can register you will be assigned a general uh, physician and you can also use the Italian healthcare system the same way that uh, the Italians are allowed to, to, to use it. That's fantastic. I know that's, I mean, the Italian healthcare system, I, I've had some very positive experiences for, unfortunately, <laughs> I guess you could say, having to have uh, dealt with them. I mean, it's really amazing what services are at your fingertips and 
the cost or lack thereof for some of them. Again, going to a general practitioner in Italy, I've mentioned this in episodes before, the first time that I went to one in Italy, I was very surprised because at the end of the interaction, I was like, okay, so how much is it for today's visit? He looked at me like, what's wrong with you? What's going on here? He said, no, this doesn't cost anything. He says, you only have to pay uh, for this little pill or whatever. And you don't pay me, you pay it at the pharmacy. I was like, what? I was like, I had my wallet out in front of me. I was like, I was like going in there. I was like, this doesn't cost anything at all. He's like, are you trying to bribe me? <laughs> like, no, no, no. Because I didn't understand that. And then even dealing with the... Um, the uh, emergency room, depending on what it is that you're doing. If it's a normal emergency room visit, that could be, say, like 15 euros, depending on the region that you're in. If it's a really horrible emergency, it may not cost anything. I had a relative who um, went through a very, very intense um, um, bone break and surgery and everything. And it was really amazing to see that they this relative was very well taken care of during the process and um it just was part of the healthcare service and <laughs> it just it really i have to say is absolutely amazing what is done in italy yeah probably i should have said um, but you said it that it's completely free so but um in, in italy not, not only you can register um, uh, while you're awaiting your citizenship but it's also completely or, or almost uh, free of charge as it is for any other uh, Italian citizen. Right. No, that's, I mean, that's a huge deal right there. I mean, we do end up paying it through taxes and stuff, but still like to have access rather than no access, that's a, that's a blessing right there if you ask me. But anyway, I do think that maybe it might be worthwhile to get it also into um, citizenship by marriage, like kind of we were mentioning before that we wanted to cover both citizenship by descent and citizenship by marriage. And so for the person who would be applying for citizenship by marriage after their Italian spouse has been recognized formally as an Italian citizen, what does that look like, just kind of very briefly, and what do things look like after the application has been made? Uh, of course, we're talking about not only the person who is married to somebody who has made an application for citizenship by descent, but also for somebody who is married to an Italian citizen born right. in Italy, because it would be the same exact situation. But first of all, it would be a completely different situation from what we just talked about for uh, the spouse of uh, somebody making an application for citizenship by descent because uh, a person who has applied for citizenship through marriage and who is residing in Italy would already have the residency permit for spouses of citizens of the EU. So there's no question that that person can stay in Italy um, reside in Italy, be registered with the national healthcare system work in Italy. And I believe that what's worthwhile mentioning is that uh, if somebody is residing in Italy and has made an application for citizenship through marriage, the application was accepted and it's being processed. The, the, one of the few things to, that, that have to be taken into consideration is the fact that if there is a separation, legal separation or divorce between the spouses during the citizenship through marriage process, which can take two to three years, so a quite long time, 
Well, uh, first of all, you will not be able to complete the citizenship through marriage process because at the end of the process, you will have to uh, take the oath and your spouse will have to be present and will have to declare that you're still legally married. So that's not the situation. That's not the case, of course, if you are uh, divorced or legally separated. Um, But also you may lose your right to stay in Italy or maybe I should say the ability to renew your residency permit for spouses of citizens of the EU because that residency permit is connected to you being married to your husband or wife and to you and your husband or wife residing together and being not separated or uh, divorced. That of course does not apply if you as the spouse of an Italian citizen have resided in Italy for longer than five years because after five years you basically acquire the right to stay in Italy indefinitely. So you basically acquire the right to apply for a permanent residency permit no longer connected to you being Mm. together with your spouse, being legally married. So if you have spent more than five years in Italy and you get divorced or you become legally separated you don't lose the ability to continue residing in Italy, but of course you lose the ability to um, complete the process for citizenship through marriage. And so I guess maybe taking it back a couple of steps just quickly, you did briefly talk about this, but maybe just to clarify a little bit more. But once the person does get their permesso for being able to stay in the country as the spouse of an Italian, do they have any limitations on work, on health care, on activities, on travel, on what they can do or what they can't do? Uh, does that exist or do they pretty much live in the country and exist as a regular person? <laughs> uh, they have no particular limitations um, with the exception of the right to vote for the Italian parliament or European parliament. But other than that, they can pretty much do anything that anybody else would be able to do so they can Mm -hmm. work they can register with the healthcare system they can they can live freely in the country um there is a limitation in terms of traveling within the european union um i don't know if i would call it a limitation it's that as a uh, somebody who holds a residency permit for spouses you can travel in the other European countries in compliance with the Schengen area regulations. So you're not free to travel in the European Union. You can basically only stay for 90 days outside of Italy and within the European Union. And then you are going to have to either return to Italy or go outside of the Schengen area. But what happens if you want to stay longer in another European country? Well, you only have to... Um, have your spouse move your residency mm-hmm. in the other European country where you want to live. For example, Germany, your Italian spouse will have to relocate to Germany and register as a resident in Germany. And then you will be able to apply through the German government for a residency permit of spouses of EU citizens, which will be released by the German government. So it's no longer a document released by the Italian government, but mm-hmm. a document released by the German government in this example. Interesting. So, wow. Okay. 
that I mean again this all makes a lot of sense that there's all these um, considerations to take in place if the, the visa for where you're going to be or the registration is going to be dependent on the country that you're in and it's not necessarily that simply being an Italian or a spouse of an Italian is something that's going to require you to always have to deal with Italy um, but I think this may be a great place to round things off. So Marco, of course, if anybody is needing any help with this process, uh, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com or uh, give us a call, the number is on the website. Absolutely fantastic, and of course, if you are interested in any more content like this about moving to Italy, Italian dual citizenship, about purchasing property in Italy even, be sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel because on the YouTube channel, you are not only subscribed to the Italian Citizenship Podcast, but you're also automatically subscribed to the Italian Real Estate Podcast, or you can subscribe to the audio only versions of each of these projects. But of course, also if you're interested in more about life abroad, living abroad, living abroad as a dual citizen expat, living in Italy, living in the EU, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel and audio only podcast through youtube.com slash Rafael Di Furia or Not Your Average Globetrotter on both YouTube as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. But of course, we have been here yet again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian from Italian Citizenship Assistance. I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.